What is up, everyone? Welcome to the new episode of the Passive Income Attorney Podcast. Thanks for joining in on the fun. When you have a moment, go check out escapethebillable.com and snag our free passive investing guide. It's absolutely free. Most of the time, when we think of the Bay Area or San Francisco or Silicon Valley, you know, we think about big tech, stocks, startups, things like that. Well, our guest of honor today works in big tech in Silicon Valley, but instead of rolling with his colleagues by investing in stocks and startups, he actually uses his active W-2 income to invest in commercial real estate. Alex Kolodenko has over 10 years of real estate investing experience and has spent over 20 years in the high-tech software industry in the Bay Area as an IT professional. He is the managing general partner of Wealthy Mind Investments, a firm specializing in helping busy professionals invest in tax-efficient real estate funds. All right, let's get started. This is the Passive Income Attorney Podcast, where you'll discover the secrets and strategies of the ultra-wealthy on how they build streams of passive income to give them the freedom we all want. Attorney Seth Bradley will help you end the cycle of trading your time for money so you can make money while you sleep. Start living the good life on your own terms. Now, here's your host, Seth Bradley. Mr. Kolodenko, how's it going, man? Outstanding. Hello from Silicon Valley. <laughs> awesome, man. Happy to have you on. Thank you for having me. Of course. Tell us a little bit about your background, your story, man. Yeah, thank, thank you. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate that. So my background is I was born in Ukraine. I'm an immigrant, a first generation immigrant. And I came to United States uh, more than 25 years ago. And ever since then, I have lived in the area. Don't ask me why, uh, you know, my aunt, uh, my uncle that is <laughs> picked up one of the most expensive places to live. And uh, we have immigrated uh, with my parents. And uh, since then, I have met my wife. Uh, I have two children, uh, two boys, uh, age 12 and 18. And always been in Silicon Valley. I love living here. Uh, my background is in tech. I've been uh, working for startups and larger corporations, including, uh, you know, Fortune 500 companies such as Capital One, Wells Fargo, a lot of financial background and always been kind of fascinated with, you know, financial services and worked for a mortgage company at one point. That's where I learned all the underwriting rules, uh, even during fun times uh, in subprime days <laughs> with uh, zero uh, down payments and, uh, you know, started the real estate investing uh, kind of journey as a side uh, uh, business uh, more than 10 years ago, just like most people. Uh, I did single family homes for a while, tried to crack that code uh, to certain degree, certain failures, certain successes, built homes, flipped homes, did some joint ventures, lending money, yep. went to auctions, uh, bought some uh, live auctions, a home, including land. And uh, ultimately, nothing seemed to stick uh, for a while until I realized that you know, I, I needed to buy more time as a busy professional. I have a demanding job, a demanding <laughs> Uh, business, uh, not only business, but life in general, there's so many things to do, right? Including, you know, interest. And uh, that's where I found the syndication model was uh, very good for somebody who is a busy professional. Sure. And uh, never look back. I mean, started investing passively. Luckily for me, I had some stock portfolio that I built over time that I had to kind of reposition and uh, you know, prove, 
tried tried that to prove the model whether it worked and uh, made six figure income in that and the last year I, I launched my own company together with my business partner called wealthy mind I be, I'm a big um, wealth and mindset a believer that uh, in order to accumulate wealth you have to have, have to start thinking about wealth and act like wealth the person right and uh, now I'm helping other people to invest uh, when we find uh, good deals uh, together with my business partner um, in specifically multifamily. Awesome, man. At what point, what point in your career did you kind of have that aha moment? Was it in the middle of, uh, you know, a crappy flip that you're like, hey, I've had enough of this. I've got to find another way. And then you found syndications or, you know. Yeah, what, I think it was a that? combination of different things. I mean, uh, you know, I, I got excited about real estate uh, for a long time ago. I don't know whether uh, many listeners of yours are, you know, getting excited about watching you know flippers show on tv so i always right. have the back of my mind man if these guys can do it you know why can i i'm a smart guy right i can figure that out but then at one point i realized you know what i suck at construction <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> a lot of these moving parts and uh you know i, I have used uh, and formed good uh, relationship with other people where I have used partnerships and joint ventures uh, to a certain degree, but some of them did flop. In fact, you know, uh, I partnered up with one guy who is a professional flipper. He, that's what he does for a living. And uh, uh, we did uh, build a brand new home. Uh, he purchased a lot and then it took about a year and a half, just way over budget, way over time. Uh, I, I brought a buddy of mine together as a third joint venture person and we funded the entire project with him and we were like man when are we going to get out how much <laughs> how long is this going to last and how much can can we at, at the minimum can we lose because you know the projections were super high we started lowering the price it was uh, about two hours away from seattle i mean the location was not super great but it's still okay in a smaller town where there was you know we built one of the best houses yeah. in the neighborhood right that's mistake number one right you never want to have the best house <laughs> that are out right. there I mean, there are some bigger homes but ours was one of the biggest one of the fanciest uh, one of that so they didn't work out and you know uh, to me i think that was the sticking point and i said you know what i'm not a flipper i don't want to be a flipper there's, but there's got to be a different model uh, out there so i started looking around you know for something bigger more scalable and more passive you know i'm a big believer in you know, invest, forget about it, create systems and just buy time, you know, because there's so many other things that I want to do besides working. <laughs> I love travel like many people do, right? And uh, that's where I, I you know, I, I was Googling, searching, you know, exploring different options, talked to a lot of people, went to a few conferences and, and something said, you know what, this makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. uh, where you're buying something bigger, more scalable, where you are passive investors. And then over time, that's how I evolved, right? I was passive in many, many deals, I have invested in probably close to 50 deals. Some of them were smaller investments through crowdfunding platforms. So I didn't invest, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars into each deal, right? But I tried that model and it seemed to work. Uh, some of them I did lose money. <laughs> Not every deal went uh, full cycle according to projections. But over time, uh, I did cash out really well on multiple deals that over-delivered perform. I mean, uh, as you know, real estate has been doing really well at, at least the last five years, right? So I, I like I said, I, I've proven the model to myself and that's where I decided to launch my own, my own firm where I'm an active syndicator as well as possible. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, real estate, it's on a spectrum, right? I mean, it depends on how much time you have. If you're a busy W2 professional and you have a really high demanding job, it's going to be really difficult to flip full time or even flip sure. on the side or wholesale or anything transactional like that. And then somewhere in the middle, yeah, somewhere Very in the middle, true. you might have, you know, buy and holds, you might have, you know, turnkey investments, but you're not going to see the returns you necessarily want to see. And on the, on the other side, on the really passive side, you have the syndications where you're really just betting the sponsors and the market and the deal up front. And then after that, it's, it's completely passive. Very true. I mean, at one point, you know, the goal for everybody, I'm sure, is to accumulate enough assets that you can be totally passive, right? But until right. you get to the threshold of a few million bucks, I mean, you got to bust your butt <laughs> yeah. to get where you want to go, right? And I think a lot of people also under... Um, estimate the effort that involves. I mean, you know, you talk to everybody out there, most people are either curious or interested or want to be in real estate, but it's it's a grind, man, as you know. Right. I mean, yeah. It takes a lot of time, you know, building relationships, studying the markets, uh, understanding the numbers. There's a lot of moving parts. And uh, I would say, I think it's very important to realize uh, what your strengths and weaknesses are. I think a lot yeah. of times I was thinking that I, I know it all. I'm a Superman. And at one point I realized I'm not. Yeah. Like I said, you know, I, I realized, you know what? Construction is not my forte. I suck at construction <laughs> and it's okay. <laughs> you just got to be honest to yourself and, you know, let somebody else who is good at it, who is enjoying that, you know, who has maybe architectural background or construction background, because real estate, as we all know, it is a team, team sport. It's a team game. Yeah. Yeah. Leave it to the experts. I mean, everyone has exactly. their niche. Yeah. So, sure. yeah. So why is the tech guy investing in real estate, man? Why was like, why was your 401k not enough? I mean, for most people, they're just like, you know, let's plug as much money into that. Let's invest in stocks yeah. and bonds. You know, why was that not enough for you? Yeah. So I, I still have uh, exposure to the stock market as well. But at one point I started to kind of study what successful people do, what ultra wealthy, uber wealthy people do. And, you know, there was a common denominator, which is certain holdings were real estate related. I mean, it is very difficult uh, to create passive income that is a tax efficient with 1031 exchange referrals through the stocks. And real estate does allow you to do that. So if you'd like to, you know, have a cash flow sort of lifestyle, uh, you know, realist, you know it, it's hard to create that kind of income uh, from uh, the stock portfolio itself. And uh, in fact, you know, a lot of my, my, my friends are also starting to shift some of their portfolio because it's also a mindset, right? If you yeah. work in a technology space, like I'm in Silicon Valley, right? That's what we do. That's what we know. Right. You know my, my friends are Facebook, Apple, you know, Google, sm small startups. And when it comes to syndication, apartment building, to, to them, is it, it is a foreign concept. Yeah. But slowly but surely, you know, because a lot of these people are very analytical, they're into numbers. When you start to break things down to them and tell them, hey, you know what, uh, you know, I understand that Facebook and Google could, could grow or potential other stocks could grow, but they could also stagnate, lose money. And it's, it's hard to create those tax efficient passive income, but you just collect a check, right? So why don't you diversify? And that's what I started doing. I started to diversify and shift some of my portfolio from some volatile or some of the bonds or you know, money markets that were not producing much into more growing cash flow in assets with an equity upside because you know ultimately we're all looking for you know 15 to 20 percent annual returns which which is doable if you do your due 
diligence on an operator and and find the right deal in the growing market, right? For sure. That, I mean, that's hard to find. Even if you invest in just like an index fund or something like that, we're going to exactly. get a wide brush of the market. It's really, it's, it's really impossible to do it. You can't really beat the market. So if you want those kinds of returns, you need to look at real estate and you need to look at alternative assets. Very true. Yeah. And you're definitely going against the grain of a lot of your colleagues. <laughs> yeah. No, no. But you know, it's funny that you say that. But you know, I think over time, perception does change. Uh, yep. Some of my friends are still kind of on the lookout, like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> Real estate syndication, you know, buying as a group. But, you know, slowly but surely, people do come around. I have some uh, friends that are now that are more curious, they're opening up, uh, open up to at least an opportunity to educate themselves. Because you're not going to invest if you don't understand what it is, right? Mm-hmm. So the step one would be to at least explore, does this make sense? And for some people, it might not be the right choice. Yeah. which is okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, you know, after you started investing passively, you know, how did you, how did you find that first deal? And, you know, what are some tips maybe to, to find that first deal or to vet those sponsors? Sure. So my first deal, uh, because I'm a, a, you know, analytical engineer kind of tech guy uh, was online. So I started investing through crowd crowdfunding platforms, you mm-hmm. know, uh, back in the day, there were many and there still are. Uh, so that's that's how I got started. Uh, in fact, one of them went out of business altogether. <laughs> uh, called Realty Shares. This was oh, yeah, a, yeah. a very large venture capital funding. Um, I think they raised close to 50, 60 million dollars. And uh, uh, some of the deals uh, I'm still holding, uh, believe it or not, uh, um, where, where I invested more than four years ago, five years ago. And uh, you know, some of them I did cashed out well, they beat the performance, some of them underperformed, some of them I lost money, I'll be totally transparent with you. And I actually met the CEO in one of the networking events, very young guy, cool guy, he said that we just over leveraged the company, <laughs> they just hired too many people, they grew soon, too quick. And uh, you know, in, in, in a nutshell, um, you know, looking back, what would I have different, done differently? I mean, at one point I educated myself and I said, you know what, paralysis analysis, I have some money to invest. Okay, uh, let, let's shift from stock market to real estate. And I just dived in, right? Uh, could I have done more research, talk to more people, analyze more deals? Probably. But, you know, in retrospect, sometimes you just need to, you know, pull the trigger. And end of the day, it's still a risk, man, as you know. You know, there is no guarantees. If you want to have a guarantee, then it's FDIC insured. A savings account that earned you know, 0.5%. Uh, you know, talk to a few advisors uh, or more experienced uh, investors. Make sure that you talk to somebody who has a track record, who is experienced in what you want to invest to. Because, you know, as we know, real estate has so many different niches, right? So don't talk to syndication to a flipper. <laughs> Does this make sense? You know, talk to somebody yeah. who's been investing in a space that you want to invest, right? Ask them, you know, how to evaluate the deal. And I'm a big believer in uh, going to networking events. I know it's difficult now because of uh, COVID, but, you know, there's so many Zoom calls, networking mixer, business mixers online. You know, Facebook is exploded. LinkedIn is exploding. Just reach out. There's a lot of people out there that are more than willing to help you and share the knowledge. Yeah, for sure. Now, what's the difference between, you know, investing in a crowd? crowdfunding platform versus just directing or directly investing in a, in a real estate syndication deal? 
Yeah, so the biggest difference, there is no personal touch, right? So for example, uh, uh, there is an 800 line, you call them, nobody picks up the phone. <laughs> and then they might call you back three days later when you're not available, they'll send you an email. So uh, when you actually uh, syndicating with, with, with somebody that you actually know, or you, you hopefully you know that person you trust and you like, because most likely you're not going to invest with anybody that you don't like nor trust, right? I mean, that's how it works. And uh, just make sure you ask some of the tough questions that are out there, uh, that uh, you gotta be absolutely 100% sure and positive that, uh, uh, that you have uh, all the answers that you need because we're not talking about small change, right? The typical investments are 50 to 100, sometimes even more. Right, so if you don't feel like that person is answering the question, that person is not genuine, that person might not have the answers, but is not getting back to you, like responsiveness, for example. If somebody promises to you to get back to you and they're not doing that, you know, that, that should send you the wrong message. You yeah. know, just be careful, probably not, not, a bad, uh, not a good idea to continue uh, explore investing with them. And ultimately, you know, you, you got to understand the basic and the fundamentals, right? We're not talking about maybe reading PPM from A to Z, <laughs> but nobody has time uh, for that, nor, nor desire, nor expertise. That's what lawyers are I'm for. a lawyer. But, you know, I should say that you should read the PPM, every word of it. <laughs> from A to every, B, every from single A to word Z, of it. right? <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is, you know, understand the business plan, understand the market, understand the projections, understand the risk involved with that. As well as you know, hopefully you 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 vet out the operator uh, that has a, a track record, right? Yeah, for sure. Are th are there any differences in let's say you know the return profiles or the fees between you know the crowd? They're pretty much the same. You know, okay. 70, 30, 80, 20. I mean, here and there, there are some uh, you know different hurdles, things like that. But you know, sometimes. Uh, crowdfunding platforms are adding more fees because there is a marketing fee associated to, with, you know, white labeling and putting the deal together. But end of the day, you know, there's, there's some good deals sometime out there. Mm -hmm. Will they perform? Uh, you know, it, it's hard to say. <laughs> it's, it's hard to say. <laughs> what I can tell you is that in my case, uh, I ended up being a, 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 a sponsor uh, in one of the deals that I did the uh, invested through crowdfunding platform. So this could happen. So yeah. this is kind of a backdoor entry if you want to be an active investor. A lot of people are rushing to be an active investor, right? So, and mm -hmm. the good analogy is that, you know, you got to date a little bit. <laughs> you don't, you're not going to get married and uh, becoming a, a partner, a true partner with somebody without getting to know each other, right? So yeah. in my case, what happened was I, I did invest on a couple of deals with the sponsor as a passive investor. And uh, I kept in touch with those guys uh, through uh, update that they were sending me. And at one point I said, you know what? I launched the company. Uh, this is what I do. I'm uh, raising capital and helping with uh, deal analysis because you cannot just raise capital. Right? I can help you with maybe some uh, asset management, some marketing, investor relationship, you name it. Uh, you know, just give me a shot. And uh, guess what happened? Uh, after a while, uh, I was given that opportunity because I had that relationship. They knew me. I was an investor with them. Yep. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've heard it time and time again, everyone always says, you know, if you're interested in being an active syndicator or an active person in commercial real estate, you should start off passively. I mean, invest in a deal, see how it goes, learn the ropes, network, and then see if you like it. Because you may end up just like, enjoy being a passive investor and sure. enjoying that cash flow. And you're like, oh, well, look, I'll just plug in 50K or 100K or 150K every year. And then before you know it, you're going to replace that active income and you're going to be good to go. And then you're, you're also building your own track record because guess what's going to happen if you start raising capital? People are going to ask you, how many deals have you invested? Mm-hmm. What are you going to say? Yep. I have not invested. This is my first deal. You know what? I, I'd rather wait and see, see <laughs> how the deal performs. And then why don't I talk to you six months from now, right? Right. That's what I've been telling a lot of people. I mean, uh, there is a... Uh, uh, we have a booklet or sometimes people call it investor pitch deck, right? So you got to create the track record for yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, once you do that, it's a lot easier to raise capital or to talk about, you know, potential deal, joint ventures. Because if you have some track record, people are going to be very receptive to talk to you and uh, they'll be taking you more seriously. Yep, for sure. So now that you've kind of graduated into active investing, how are you able to balance your, your full, full-time W-2 career with, with that, as well as continuing to invest passively? Yeah, it's a challenge. You know, I'm not going to sugarcoat. In fact, yeah. you know, people say life balance, all of that. <laughs> I think, I <laughs> think there's a, such a fun, fine line. I think I was reading about um, what, what book, um, Never Eat Alone. I don't remember the guy's name. And then he was talking about the, the, the story of one politician. I don't remember the name either, but he said that, you know, if you really want to achieve greatness, man, you got to bust your butt for a long time. And meaning that, you know, 5 a.m. sometimes waking up, working, you know, 10, 12, sometimes 20 hours. So I have a day job, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, some of the activities I do either during lunch, before my job, after, you know, weekends. I mean, it takes time to build the brand to build the company, to build a track record, to build recognition. I, I wish there was a shortcut, but it, again, if you want to achieve something amazing, you got to put sweat <laughs> into it and, and long hours. Now, what, what's interesting about you know real estate business, it has a lot of flexibility, right? So I could take mm-hmm. off and do nothing for two weeks and then pick up where I left off two weeks from now. Now we're at the point where uh, we're kind of automating things a little bit more. We have some interns. Uh, we're looking at the digital agency as well. So a lot of these processes are going to be automated so that you know we're going to be starting to get out of the picture. But at least in the first year or so, you got to go full in, man. Yes. <laughs> you got to go full in and uh, work your tail off until you see some results. Yeah, I mean, you've got to kind of figure it out. I mean, that first year or so, or even longer than that, I mean, you're doing a lot of stuff yourself before you can even hire VAs or hire interns yeah. or hire anyone else, you got to know what you've got to get done first. Yeah, exactly. You know because, you know, like <laughs> right now we're training uh, some of the interns on some of the uh, email marketing, like we talked about it before the call, right? But if you don't know what needs to be done, how are you going right. to train that person, right? Right. And I'm not talking about, you know, becoming an expert, but at least you got to have clarity to what you want them to do. And yeah. if you don't know <laughs> what you want them to do or how to do it yourself, uh, because you got to create instructions for them, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. So let's switch gears a little bit. What's what's the biggest investing mistake that you've made? 
I think not uh, understanding uh, uh, the team, the management team. So one of the deals I was foolish enough to invest where there was a single member. And uh, that guy did not have uh, a good experience. And I guess nobody else was there to tell him, you know what, maybe you're doing something wrong. Yeah. And uh, uh, that was one of the biggest losses uh, of my investment. And uh, right now, the lesson learned is I just don't invest nor uh, partner up with any uh, operators that are single member. Yeah. Yeah. Got to have a team around you, man. Got to have a team. By yourself. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) What about uh, biggest investing success story? Uh, well, one of the biggest uh, uh, one of the biggest uh, success stories was, you know, uh, I would say we our first deal as an active investors, we actually did it during pandemic when it just started, when it was just starting out. Nice. We were scared ourselves. <laughs> we turned down the deal initially because we thought, you know, the world is ending or <laughs> something <laughs> terrible is happening. But then uh, we we looked at ourselves. Uh, we personally liked the deal. And we've been building up, you know, anticipation and have been talking to investors for three to six months, even before doing the first raise. And when we actually did decide to do that deal, and this was early March, by the way, like the stock market tanked at 30%, 40%, people were panicking. So people were looking for something more stable that produces cash flow, right? Yeah. And uh, we just, you know, decided to go full in. Uh, We hosted a webinar with our partners. Uh, We sent an email campaign and we were blown away. I mean, we we raised a significant amount of uh, money in a very short period of time and we never looked back. I think it gave us so much confidence. Yeah. Uh, Going forward that you said, man, if we can do this during pandemic, what else (laughs) is possible? Right. Uh, uh, what else could we do, right? And um, that 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 gave us a very good kick in the butt and the momentum for 2020. So we're finishing strong. Uh, we're we're finishing close to five million uh, in raising capital uh, for this year, and uh, we're excited to double that number uh, next year and uh, shoot for more. That's awesome, man! Congrats. I mean, that's when the world was really on hold. I mean, stock market was crashing, the sky was falling, and people were just like bracing because they had no idea what was happening so that's incredible you're able to pull that off let's jump into let's jump into the freedom four man it's time for the freedom four so what's the what's the best thing you do to keep your mind and body healthy i do yoga cool i I exercise in fact i did it today and uh, i i just like the spiritual component the physical component uh, and everything in between breathing i have a very active mind (laughs) So it's hard for me to sometimes to slow down, but uh, yoga does help me a lot to do that. Nice, I like that. I just started doing that this year, so it's it, it's definitely relaxing and a different kind of uh, different kind of a workout. Sure. Yep. In an alternative universe where you weren't involved in real estate, what would you be doing? I love sports, man. Uh, yeah. If 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 starting all over again, I would probably become a football player. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What's your team? Uh, I, I was born in Ukraine, uh, as I said earlier. So my, my home team, I'm actually sad today. They lost to Barcelona for nothing. Oh, soccer, football. <laughs> yeah, soccer. Yeah, <laughs> soccer. Not, not America. I, I love uh, football. You know, I'm a 49er fan too. Probably receiver. Yeah. I run fast. <laughs> yeah, 
nice. But nice. Uh, my my dream uh, of growing up was to become a you know soccer player. Very cool. Forward. Very cool. Where were you at five years ago, and where do you see yourself in your business five years from now? Well, five years ago, I think I was, uh, you know, I think I was starting out. I started to see real estate kind of end of the tunnel sort of lights. The, the, there were some, uh, you know, uh, it was kind of a tunnel, but there were small little lights here and there. So my journey, how I started was, remember, I was telling you about the flipping experience. Uh, I had to, I, I took some time off. I went to Fiji uh, for Tony Robbins okay. uh, uh, event. And uh, he sometimes holds uh, these events in his uh, resort, and he he's got one in Fiji. He's not teaching that anymore, but <laughs> he still has that uh, resort available. And then my roommate was the real estate guy, uh, uh, the flipper guy, right? Okay, yep. And uh, we became buddies. We still keep in touch with uh, with him. I, I'm I'm going to be traveling to Florida, and I'm going to be seeing him. So uh, I I. Uh, we became instant friends because real estate was always something that I was passionate about. And then even though that didn't work out the way I planned, I decided, you know what, I'm going to stick with it. Uh, and uh, that's how I ended up, you know, with uh, syndication model, because I, I always knew that there's going to be something in real estate that I will find a way how to make it work. And I really enjoy what I do. I mean, it, it gives me so much joy and happiness where I get on a call, I get educate people for such as uh, even today just sharing what i know just openly right. genuinely being yourself sharing what i know what, what what didn't work and what worked right and inspiring people and helping them so five years from now i see myself that you know my company is very successful i, I help over 1000 people together with my business partner she's sanan busy professionals that's our target uh, audience you know primarily Middle-aged tech guys, uh, men and women. Uh, we have some uh, CPA, doctors, dentists, attorneys as well. And uh, I, I just like to share my knowledge and help as many people as I can uh, to become financially free uh, through real estate. Because ultimately, real estate is a vehicle, right? And we all want to be financially independent, free, and enjoy life, travel the world. But real estate is a true and proven way to build wealth, right? There's very... Yeah few uh, uh, ways how you can create generational wealth through, through real estate. Now, you got to educate yourself, right? You got to take time and uh, build uh, the skill set. And uh, that's what I'm doing uh, on a daily basis. I'm continuously learning uh, from uh, a lot of other successful people because there's a lot of uh, people that are there that are doing exactly what we do, right? And uh, we can learn from each other and help each other because, you know, real estate is a fun Team game, uh, uh, team game. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that's the beautiful thing about it. I mean it's strange because real estate, you know, most people that have like the secret sauce, they don't want to share it. But in real estate, it's a pretty open dialogue that you can have with it other is. real estate it investors. Is. Yeah. yeah, it is so true. Like I was on a call today. You know, the guy is just brand new to uh, commercial real estate, and he is busting his butt to find the deal and. Uh, I said, you know, uh, you know, happy to help you and share any knowledge and links or uh, resources that you have. And uh, who knows, maybe tomorrow or one year from now, we become partners, right? Because it's yeah. all about helping each other and growing together. For sure, man. So how has passive income made your life better? Just gives me more opportunity to, to enjoy uh, my life. You know, I, I do enjoy traveling a lot. 
So being able to create uh, these passive income streams, looking at your quarterly statements, like, oh, here it is, you know, another thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars came in uh, without doing much of it, right? You just yeah. do due diligence on it, and uh, that that makes a, a lot of difference. Right now, my older son is in college, so you know he's out of state uh, college student, so the bills are pretty expensive. He just <laughs> earlier this year got into Purdue. Uh, university but we're in california right so college is expensive right being able yep. to supplement that income from my job with some of the real estate investments you know makes a difference yeah for sure alex thanks for coming on the show today man where can people find out more about you yeah so uh you can go ahead and just contact me directly at alex at wealthymindinvestments.com my uh, company name again is wealthymindinvestments.com again i'm a big believer in the wealth wealthy mind you cannot attract wealth without thinking like you're a wealthy person and uh, please email me i have a lot of resources i have a youtube channel i have free report that i can share with you i'm more than happy and willing to connect offline as well you can schedule a call on my website as well and uh, I'll, I'll i'll be glad to connect with anybody who would like to learn more and get started either actively or possibly investing in real estate great all right brother thanks again Thank you so much, Ted, for having me. Have a great evening. You too. All right, all right. Alex always lights up a room. I love how he started using his W-2 income generated in big tech to invest passively in commercial real estate. But once he got his feet wet, he dove headfirst into active investing. That's the route I recommend and have heard time and time again from experts in the industry that that's the way to go. If you want to take your passive investing to the next level, I want to invite you all to go to escapethebillable.com and get our free copy of our brand new passive investing guide. It's absolutely free, and I know you'll find great value in it. Until next time, folks, enjoy the journey. Thank you for listening to the Passive Income Attorney Podcast with Seth Bradley. Do you want more ideas on how to generate multiple streams of passive income? Then jump over to PassiveIncomeAttorney.com for show notes and resources. Then apply for the private Facebook community by searching for the Passive Income Attorney on Facebook. And we'll see you on the next episode.